This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. We might be on to something. Now, wait, you ready to tap in? Let's go. All right, let's get into it. We're going straight into Kai, you feel what I'm saying? Talk to the people. Got to, got to, got to. What we got in the earphones for them. Turn me up, turn me up, yep. Shout out my boy Kai. Shout out Kai. Kill this time. What? We don't got much time left. Come on. Looking at my watch and it says it's your life set. Look. You say you got little faith, but it's your mindset. Okay. Gotta work the mind just like you work your triceps. What? I wanna move too. I wanna groove too. God is speaking for heaven, I wanna use you. We can act like Bluetooth. And it's smooth too. Yeah, I promise when I go up, I'ma probably go ahead and do a kick. Turn around with your hips. Do it now. Do a First showed us this. I was like, "This is going crazy." crazy. This the hotel first reaction was different. Yep. And I need your blessing. I pray on my knees because I don't want all this tension. Hey, stay on the phone. Girl, you voice call, but I wanna be alone. I'm up in my place, so I say. Talk to me. Nah, so that was what time left. Time left. That was time left by Kyrie on another segment of putting you wrong. Coming in with. It. I remember when we first heard that song. I remember, I remember when we was at we was in Orlando, Orlando, right in that hotel room. Uh, because we was visiting Eric. Because he was playing football down there. Exactly. And then John threw this song. I was like, yes, I was like, this is crazy. Different. I ain't never heard nothing like this. <laughs> so now, yeah, we putting you on with that one. Time left by Kyrie. Make sure you go like. Put, you gotta add that to the playlist. That was like a yeah, must. We, we played that back like five different times when we first heard it. No, I, I have like, a habit of doing that when I got a song that I really, really like or just hits or what I'm introduced to. So I'll listen to it for like the next like three weeks. I'm the same way for real. It's the first song habit. I put on in the car every time. Nah, fact. But look, y'all know what it is. It's your boy D Starks. Starks the artist. And you're now tuned in to the Just Different Podcast where we talk everything faith, life, and culture. We back for another week. Another day, another dollar. Here, welcome. Here. You know I me mean? for the first time, listeners, and welcome back to everybody who's been tuning in to us for a while. Much love. We go ahead and get straight to this one. We're gonna tap in. No long intro. No Forget anything. the formalities. <laughs> no formalities. No. So we talked about it last week. We uh, went to this conference earlier this month called yeah. ENC, which is in Orlando, and we heard like all these amazing messages there. And so what we're gonna talk about today was really inspired by one of them that we heard. Like the the second session, the second session that we were there. Yeah. And basically in this message, he was talking about like the difference or rather like juggling like 
which how you feel and your emotions versus like what God's truth is. Right. And a big highlight of that message and one thing that he said was the fact that like we as like church in terms of the culture that we've created have like uh, have uh, conditioned you or at least have conditioned people to feel passionately about a God that we don't know. Mm. And the fact that like your emotions are great at telling you how you feel, but not determining what truth is. And of course, like in the, I guess the climate of the time that we're in in the culture and society when people are like, yo, just follow your heart. Like at, right. at, at, with no fault, with no question in every single circumstance. But it's like what happens when your heart doesn't agree with the truth mm-hmm. and what happens when like what you feel doesn't align with what God is saying. Right. So like there's always this mm-hmm. this battle. You feel me that some of us have probably been in before or are in right now. Like, OK, this battle between what I know I should do versus what I feel I need to act upon or what I yeah. want to act upon. And it's like, okay, my emotions in a particular moment versus what I know God's truth is. So it's like, how do you manage both of these things, like juggle them? Because it's really like an everyday thing, really, and obviously has its difficulties and different times of seasons, depending on what that is. And something that we talked about before that I want to say up front is the fact that Having emotions isn't wrong, but we just have to acknowledge that they're not always right. Yeah. And, like, not allowing them to just assume the driver's seat of our activity. You Mm -hmm. feel what I'm saying? Like, being the thing that just dictates every single move, every decision that we do. Because, like, your heart, I mean, it's cool, but it ain't always going to lead you to what (laughs) you need to do. Right? And I was thinking about that. When have you ever made a good decision that was based on emotions? Like, I've never made a good (laughs) emotional decision. Never. Never. Ne- like I, I just couldn't. I was actually thinking yeah. about that right before. I've never made a good emotional decision. It's not that like my emotions aren't wrong to be like expressed and explained and like felt, but not allowing them to just always be acted upon, acted right. upon in a particular moment. Right. And so yeah, that's what we're gonna get into today. Emotionally scarred. <laughs> them emotions got a way of uh, impairing your judgment. <laughs> Emotionally scarred. I know we all been bro. in some situations, man. We <laughs> some relationships, <laughs> situationships, man. Tears them okay, let me not get into it. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways. Like you said, I think since like ever since a young age, a lot of us are we're like implicitly taught to be led by our emotions and that our emotions are the truth. And I feel like at least for me, it was just a very hard transition to make once I developed that relationship with God. Like, oh, you you mean how I'm feeling isn't always the the right thing to act on? It's it's a it's a really hard transition to make, and I think it's at the root of a lot of people's issues. You feel like you're entitled to do what you feel like doing whenever you feel like doing it. And, you know, like you said, if it's one thing I've learned, emotions, they lie to you. Emotions lie. There's a scripture that says the heart deceiving above all else. I think sometimes our hearts um, can mislead us. You know, if it's not, if, if you, your heart's going to mislead you if it's not submitted, right? So I think. And even deeper than that, what I've noticed is that your emotions also act on limited information. So, like, for example, like... Run that. Run that. <laughs> emotions. We need to get more drops. Like we got to work on a drop. We only got that one siren drop. Yeah, we, we need, need more. Get, yeah, we're going to add some. Just let y'all know. Because we've been spamming Wait that siren it. drop. But go ahead. Run it. that back. But deeper than that, emotions usually act on limited information. I'm thinking about, like, I've been in plenty of situations where I was texting, like, texting my girl and I was... <laughs> Go ahead, you laugh? go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, bro. I'm not even going. The ahead. laugh is crazy. Go ahead. Go okay, ahead, okay, go my ahead, fault. <laughs> I was texting my girl, and I've been on delivery for you know, like it's been like five hours. I'm like, yo, what's the deal? And immediately, my five fit- hours is nuts, bro. She don't want you. Whoa, <laughs> that's crazy to say, bro. But anyways, 
you know, it goes, it's, it's touching like five hours. It's going on six. And, you know, your emotions want to immediately tell you, oh, she's she's out doing something or she don't rock with me no more. Or whatever the case may be, your emotions immediately are feeling some type of way. But, like, mm-hmm. you might not know behind closed doors there could have been, like, a family issue that came up. Her phone went that You never really know. <laughs> so because no, you used that example once I before. I did, I did, I did. You remember? It was, Dad, she lost it was, her charger. <laughs> She lost the charger for five hours. It's crazy. Oh, oh my gosh. You couldn't get a backup, but anyways. That's crazy. The point I'm making is it's it's always on limited information that your emotions are going to try to lead you to act on. But the thing about God is like he knows and sees everything, mm. past, present, and future. So why would I want to be submitted to and follow something that's acting on limited information when there's a person who knows everything? Mm. Right. So for me, I'd rather I'd rather listen to what God has to say in his word, his truth, opposed to making my feelings truth because it's very limited in, in, in what it can do and what it will do. So No, that's a fact. Yeah. I like that. And then the next point that I was going to bring up, it's a fact that along with that, this is why it's important, along with that understanding, yeah. okay, choosing God instead of necessarily like my emotions because understanding like in his hands, like his way is better mm-hmm. and what he can Always. give me, the wisdom, the joy, peace, like anything in di- or direction. Yeah. And what I was going to say is like it's important that we have – true knowledge of God because feelings will always be subject to what you know, right? So what you do or do not know about God will always determine how you respond to him. Mm -hmm. So essentially, right? Like, yo, if you may have a moment in your life where you're just feeling like extremely like lonely or isolated or just like removed from maybe your community or things that are happening in your life. And you may feel as if your God is, distant from you right. and that he may not be close or he's taking steps back from your relationship because you may not be able to hear him as clearly or you may just have a moment of like a shaken faith that like yo like you know you're feeling like super emotional in the fact that your god's left me he's not here right, right? but you got but also on the flip side of that it's important to know the truth of like, okay like the lord is close to the brokenhearted Facts. and saves those who are crushed in spirit that's, Psalms that's the word right and that's then the word. james 4 talks about like yo if you draw near the god that he will draw near to you mm-hmm. understanding that he's never left right we've don't we've been the only one that's taken steps back from him that he's always sitting at the door right yeah so it's important that I mentioned that because it's important that you understand that. So the, the emotions you feel in the moment have something to respond to. They yeah. have something to come in contact with. Because, mm-hmm. oh, if I'm feeling lonely and I have no true knowledge of knowing God is close, then my feelings can run rampant because it has nothing that can yeah. combat it. Exactly. Right? Because if I don't have accurate information about God, then my feelings will never have anything to submit to. Mm-hmm. So, so I have uh, to have something that my feelings and my emotions in the moment of like, yo, I'm not enough. I'm inadequate. Yo, he can never forgive me. Nothing. Mm-hmm. I need something that can respond or react to these feelings that I have to like combat that. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? It's like when the storms of life comes and you've built like your foundation of relationship with God on your emotions, instead of like true knowledge of him, like you will always fall. Mm. And in fact, because like you said, like emotions are just like fickle and they're here and there and they're like, you know, and you don't have any, if you have anything to like contain that or combat it with, then it's just always going to fall apart. And the example I was going to use is like, you know, let's say let's say you have a long-standing best friend, like somebody right. you locked in with that you've known for five, ten years, or rather just someone that you know, that you spent time with, and you can confidently say that you know them as an individual, their right. character, who they are, their values, what they stand for, what they like, dislike, and you spent a substantial amount of time with them to know that, right? You can say that to, to, like, to the extent that you, that you can't, the best to your knowledge or whatever, and you seen them in the, you know, in the highest points, the lowest, like everything. Y'all, y'all yeah. locked. Twin, that's twin in them, basically. <laughs> you feel what I'm saying? That's twin in them. 
And let's say you're at school, you're at work, yeah. you know, y'all, you know, in the hallway, cafeteria, like break room, whatever it is. And you may hear some people that are speaking about like this person, you know, like your twin, you exactly, know what I'm saying? Exactly. And they may be saying something about their character or something they, they may have heard that they did or didn't do or whatever. And in that moment, you know, you kind of like start questioning and like they start feeling like, yo, like, did they really do that? Like, did they say that? Yo, were they really out right. with them doing X, Y, and Z or whatever? But what stops you from believing that rumor or what you heard in that moment? Like I, I know that I know that's not them. Like that's not. I hold on. That's not. That's not. Them. That's not the person that I know. That I know. That nah, I spent time with. Sure that not. I have a personal relationship with. Sure, right. Sure. So this not. rumor yeah. and the thing that you that that you just came in contact with that maybe like left your emotions a bit shaking or you haven't feeling some type of way came in contact with the history that you had with that person. Like man, that's twin for real. You know that that they that's not how that. they move. Yep. That's not how that yep. that that's not credible to the character and what I know about them. Yep. Right. That's the same way that we need to treat like our emotions and how we're dealing with mm-hmm. our how we see God. It's the fact, okay, like I'm feeling like this in this moment that I'm not going to make it out. That God's not going to speak to me. I may not get the provision I want. That He's not He's not going to give me what I what what I need in the moment. But I know mm-hmm. last year, the year before that, the year before that, He's yep. always come through. That He's been a provider. That He is Jira. Like you know what yeah. I mean. I have more than enough when I'm with Him. You know what I mean. Like yeah. you always have something. That truth to combat your feelings with, mm. so it's in that same that same vein, right? Then of course, like usually with that rumor, you are they just they would just hate, and it was never true anyway. Facts, so. they were just haters. Fact, yeah. <laughs> so essentially, like feelings will always be subject to what you know. So you have to have an accurate view of God and knowledge of Him, so those feelings have something to submit to, or they're uh, just gonna run rampant. Yeah, I lo- I love that you said that because one of the biggest lessons that I've learned in this whole conversation that I wanted to bring up was like submission. And that is really what needs to happen to let go of the feeling. It's like really submitting the feeling, like you were saying, like to combat it with something else. But even like more importantly, what you were talking about is like being, what do you submit it to? I think a lot of us are submitted to how we feel about God or we're submitted to what other people say about him. But it's like you have to be submitted to who he says he is and even more importantly, who he shows himself to be. So that was really one of the biggest parts for me is like, okay, I, I say I'm submitted to God, but, like, am I really submitted to, like, him, his word, what he has to say about himself, not just what other people are saying or, like, you know, a, a church service or very surface-level things. It's, like, I really need to be submitted to his word and really get, in, get into that. Um, and there's this verse in James 4, 7 that says, Submit, therefore, to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Um, and I like the scripture a lot because I think the sequence of events that it's saying here is very intentional because I— the first step is submitting, therefore, to God. That's that's one of the most important steps in your walk. And I think many of us are trying to resist the enemy and our feelings and our temptations when we're not fully submitted to God. And it's like we're trying to do it in the wrong order. And it's like, no, the first step is like, no, submit to God, and then the enemy will flee from you once you resist him, and the feelings will flee from you, whatever the case may be. And that is one of the that is the most effective way to resist the enemy is submitting to God. And like you were saying, having something to combat these things with, these temptations, these thoughts, these feelings, like it, it goes even deeper than feelings, really. But you need to have something to um, really, really combat that thing with. You know what I mean? No, yeah. And even going along with that idea of submission, a big thing is like kind of what I said earlier even with your emotions and how you're feeling like in a moment you can't allow you can't just like sweep that under the rug what episode was it we talked about 
we didn't we talk about like feelings and like how you feel, like what you feel. We did oh, what was you it can't like I can't remember the, the title right now, but you can't invalidate like how you feel Facts. in a particular moment. Yeah. Um, because sometimes I guess with Christianity, sometimes we can just completely disregard what that is, mm-hmm. right? Like yeah. okay, like okay, you're you may be angry or upset or feeling discouraged in your faith or even with God, and it's like oh, you can't you can't feel that way. Like what mm-hmm. you feel is inherently wrong, right? But you have to understand, like, yo, God's given us these emotions, so it's like, okay, how are we supposed to use them? Like, yeah. what are they? What are the purpose of what they're supposed to do in our lives? Because we know that they're not supposed to get in the way of what God wants us to do, mm-hmm. or the truth of how He wants us to live our life, or what He's telling us. So we have to like make sure that we're managing those well. And so I say that to say that you just have to be real with how you're feeling, like express yeah. it, and be open and honest and transparent with what that is, and then take that and submit it to. God, mm-hmm. right? So, like, it's obviously God always invites us in to, like, pour out our hearts to him. Exactly. So we have to understand that even in this conversation of, like, okay, I may be feeling like this in this moment, like, discouraged, like, he's far from me, but let me go ahead and, like, take this to him, mm-hmm. right? And then in him, like, obviously you're finding that truth, that knowledge yeah. of him, his word, who he is, that can, like, at least, like, alleviate. You have that place of exchange that we always talk about, like in that worship in that moment where God gives you who he is for where you are for where you are. Yeah. And that's really that's one of the big things big things I want to say when it came to this session. Facts. I think um my whole process in my walk with God, I think submission has been one of the hardest things. It's it's very difficult. Um and I was thinking on it and I believe one of the reasons is we as people we just don't like having to answer to someone else. You know, because that confrontation you're talking about is like when I feel this way and I have to be answering to something and submitting to something, that confrontation or that that confliction, sometimes we don't we don't want that. You know, we we want to only answer to ourselves and do what we want to do. Um, I was actually um, saw a st- statistic about dang, I saw this st- <laughs> <laughs> is crazy. I saw this st- statistic it says approximately 55 percent of adults in the united states have started their own business at some time i know it seems very random but i was mm-hmm. thinking about how you know answering to yourself and i've seen this huge like surge in the past maybe like five years of this entrepreneurial mindset and that's like 50 percent of the adults in the united states that's a lot of people and i think there are obviously other reasons why people are starting businesses but one of them is just because we don't we don't like having to answer to someone and even deeper than that something else that i realized is we have become accustomed to answering to people who don't have our best interests at heart. So when you try to submit to God, you have that, you have that experience in the back of your mind. Like, Oh, I I had to answer to my boss that one time and they didn't really care about that family situation I had at home. You know what I mean? They, they didn't, they didn't care about me. We're so used to be being submitted to and having to answer to people who don't care about what we have to say and don't have our best interests at heart. So that's that's sort of like a mindset mm. that we have to tear down when we come into a relationship with God. Like, no, God isn't like them. Like, he has our best interests at heart. He cares about me. You know, he cares about the little things. So that's something else that I've noticed and what made submission so hard for me is, like, I've just been so used to answering to people who looked at me like a statistic, looked at me like an employee, mm. looked at me like just, you know, another one of their workers. And, you know, I, I, it, so that was one of the things I had to tear down in me fully submitting to God and really giving that up. But that, yeah, that's one of the things I noticed. So just like an issue of authority. Yeah. This is a really? big part of it. Yeah. Yeah. No, that makes sense. I think that <clears throat> it obviously gets really difficult when, like you said, cause I mean, how you feel, it's not, <laughs> it's not really right or wrong. And then when you talk about like truth, that is like infallible. 
doesn't it's change. Set in stone. It's it's set in stone. Right. There is no like black and white. There is no gray to that. And so that can be really, really hard of like, okay, like, yo, this is what I know. I feel what I mm. know. And then whenever a guy flips the scripts and says, No, like that <clears throat> that's not what it is. And yeah. what were we just talking about on the phone? Um, um about like God's no. You, I Ooh. think you mentioned something about it. Yeah, no. Something God's been highlighting to me is like, is is God enough even in a no? Like when you don't get what you want, right? When He tells you no, is He still enough? Like, do you still love Him? That's something that He's been having to teach me because there's been some things in my life where He's He's been saying no to, and it's been very difficult. And how you respond matters, you know. Like, am I respond? Mm, am I am right. I responding like God is enough, even even when I don't get what I want? Am I throwing a tantrum, right? You know, am I am I like, oh God, I'm mad at you, whatever the case may be. But like, is He enough in the no? He has to be. He's got to be. He's got enough in the know. That's got to be enough in the know. But facts, because cause especially whenever what you feel about a situation, let's say it's about a person or it's about Man. a job or it's about a school or it's about yeah. uh, a direction you want to take your career, your uh, uh, like your own personal career, your talent, mm. or going to this city or that church, like whatever it is in the decision. When you know what you feel like, is... Man. Not even necessarily wrong. Like there's, it's not sinful. It's not going against anything. Yep. And he still says, "Not there, not them, not that." Like dang. it's, it's, you know what I mean. So it's just you like felt yo, so sure of it too. Like, fact, dang. fact. <laughs> like in, in your heart and your soul was like, "Yo, this was it." No one could have told me otherwise. There was a certain feeling that came I with it, assurance, like, like, like that. I thought it was here. Like and you thought that was. Yeah. That's what it is. Sometimes we think our emotions are our confirmation, and not like. God's whoa, 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 I didn't know whoa. how to I didn't know how to spin it. My pen ain't there. So but like sometimes we can think that our emotions are a confirmation mm. to what God wants. Yep. When that's the that's that's God's like that's God's thing. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Like God is gonna provide a confirmation for what he's called you to. Your emotions won't do that. Jesus. That's a bar. I saw this um I believe it was a TikTok and, and the guy was talking about how when you're making decisions, that's that's sometimes sometimes how we gauge what we think was the right decision and the wrong one. You can make a right decision and not feel good, but sometimes we we make that decision and because we feel like, oh, I missed that person. Like you cut off somebody that was so bad for you, I missed that person, or dang, maybe I shouldn't have done that. Like the slightest feeling of anything contrary to what you decided, you think it was wrong. When it's yeah. like, no, the the feelings aren't the confirmation. That's a bar. The feelings a bar. aren't a confirmation. They aren't. They aren't the confirmation. Like, God's going to confirm what he told you. Yeah. The emotions won't do it. They won't. They're not going to be the determining factor or they won't. the that dictator on what God told you is right or wrong. It's going to be God and God alone. Mm. And it's going to give you that peace, that affirmation, that reassurance and decision that you needed to make for your life and where he wanted you to go. And that's it. And you, and that's, the, that's the juggle. That's the battle. Yo, like... That's where your faith is really tested in in those moments. You know, we talk about trials and battles. Like, yo, this this is one of those. Like, okay, yo, this is how I know I feel. This is what I know is right. And still trusting and believing that, okay, God, your way is better. And your leaving it at that. Yo, that's like, where period. it's really, you wrestle and that's where you're challenged. Yeah. Yeah. So that's it. That's the time when we got to be on the whole rest of the year and indefinitely. Really the rest of our life. I said the rest of your life. <laughs> really the rest of your life. You need to you need to adopt that. It's not though. Indefinitely. The no, that's a ain't fact. The that's a man. fact. 
No, I love that. I hope y'all wrote these the confirmation. Yeah. Yeah. Write this down in your journal for the year, your 2023 journal. Write this down. Feelings in the confirmation. Feelings in the confirmation. Man. What's uh? You got anything else? I think I I like that. I like all that. What do you? That was what a, you want to end bro, off. That with? was a gem you dropped. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, I was just I was just talking. I was just chatting. But um, something I I want to mention is when when you're in these moments, like we're saying, it's a battle. I always it's about your perspective. I always look at it like this is an opportunity. God's watching to see how I respond in this moment. And um, there's a verse in the Bible that says, God will always reward those who diligently seek him. I think a part of diligently seeking God is in those moments, like choosing to seek God over what you feel, what you want. And, you know, you will be rewarded for that, right, with with a more deeper depth of your understanding of him or whatever the case may be. But I always look at it like an opportunity. Sometimes it helps me. It helps me. It helps me fight it because it's hard. Like, dang, like, what's the reason for this? Like, I gotta let this go. But it's like this is an opportunity. Like, God, God is waiting to see if I'm if I'm faithful to Him, and that's that's when that's a fact. Yeah, emotions are the confirmation. God is. Mm-hmm. God is. God is. God did not nah. chill. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't heard that song in so long. Nah, but yeah, but y'all know what it is. Getting into you know part two or second week. Talk to me. Uh, talk to me. Talk to me. Yeah. 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 We're gonna get drops for all the segments. We are. Bro. Like, it's gonna be fire. We're gonna have like different tags. Yeah, we're gonna, gonna get fire. drops for the segments. We really got just the default like <laughs> siren. Default so horn. we got like this new like podcast interface, yeah. right? But all the and you can like have all these sound effects and stuff right now, but we ain't really put yeah. any in there. We just got the like generic ones. So you got like the uh talk, to, see, talk like to the people. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> it's a weak sound. You got the uh what is this? You know what I mean? I like that one. I like that one. And then you one. got like the, I don't know what the that cricket, is. That's like the cricket. It's like the oh, cricket. Yeah. Oh, I like okay. that. That I was actually you. funny. Okay, I got that you. That would be funny. You. Imagine I said a point and you hit the crickets. That would be funny. That would be green. Oh, yeah, we're going to add more soon. But nonetheless, getting into the Talk to Me segment where obviously you all submit any questions, yep. uh, any adv- anything you're going through, anything you want answered, any advice you want to p- particular situation, situationship, you got a story time that you want to get some like insight on, whatever it is. Um, so this week, it's our guy, Xavier. My guy. So it says, yo, this is Xavier. I'm a 19-year-old realtor. Shout out my man. Making big moves. He says, and sometimes I struggle with finding ways to glorify God in my pursuit of a success- successful business. I know God wants us wealthy, so I don't feel bad for being goal-driven. And I try and devote my mornings to him. But I also try and do everything perfectly, which leads to, which leads me to act in self-righteous ways. How do I stop walking like a perfectionist? Hmm. I really, really like this one. So sure. it's 19-year-old realtor. Sometimes I struggle with finding ways to glorify God in my pursuit of a successful business. And so I want to actually, I guess it's like kind of like two parts, mm-hmm. a little bit to this. I want to address the first part because I thought, this is something that I can really relate to because with just different growing, just like as a brand, as a podcast, and really as a business, there's a lot more responsibilities and things that I've had to add to like my day-to-day, that right. I've had to add to my schedule, things I've had to really just be diligent in in terms of like giving my time to, my energy to, and my focus. And so this is for people who are, you know, whether that be like you're in real estate, you're an entrepreneur, like you're working, you know, 40 to 50 hours a week at a nine to five and or you're at school full time as a student. Obviously, you have all these things that you have to like, you know, give your time to that you require yeah. to things that you are passionate about. 
that you may love and you may know God's calling you to, but it comes with all these tasks yep. like that come throughout your week, your day to day that may like take you away from him, mm -hmm. right? That's drawing you in every direction and you're trying to balance. Okay. Like, yo, God, where do you fit in this? Right. Particularly, especially if you know it's a God thing. It's like, okay, I know you gave this to me. Yeah. So how do I fit you into the thing, like this, this magnitude of what you've given to me and handed to me? Mm -hmm. So it's something that I've had to walk through personally. One of the big things that has really helped me is just really um, having daily disciplines, having daily disciplines that are non-negotiables. So whether that be like in the morning yeah. or the evening or at night before I go to bed, I know every single day I'm going to be like in my word reading or listening maybe to five minute, five to 15 minutes of like a sermon or yeah. some type of ebook that I know is like feeding my face or helping me spiritually or whatever that may be. I know I got these three non-negotiables that no matter what happens before I lay my my head like on my pillow at night going to sleep. I gotta make sure that these things are done. It's getting done, and you know this becomes like in terms of like yo like what is your priority and how are you like getting into that? I think it really becomes practical at this point of like yo you setting time setting time setting that intentional time to spend time with God and making sure that you're growing in your walk with Him because it's like anything else like a relationship. You know what I mean? Like yo if you got you, you're boo, right? You yeah. know what I mean? You're, you're a little shorty, you man, whoever, right? right? Whatever that is. Your bae. <laughs> if you got them, you're going to make sure, come hell or high water, you're going to talk to them. Oh, that day. there's going to be a text or something. You send it something. You're not yeah. going to go all day and not talk to your girl. You're not going all day and not talking to your man. You're going to send something. And guess what? If you're busy, you're going to be like, hey, like I'm busy right now, but let me get back to you. Thanks. I'm going to make sure we call before we go to sleep. Thanks. No, let me make sure I FaceTime you before X, Y, and Z happens. Okay, this is what my schedule looks out like today, but I can fit you in here. Yeah. Right? You say you want to go to lunch this day. Okay, well, I can fit you in right now. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. You always make time for what's a priority to you and what's close to your heart. So it's the same thing with God. Okay, you know what? I got this going on. I may not be able to get to you in the morning, but I'm going to make sure I get I'm to that word at night. Facts. Make sure I'm opening up my Bible and reading through this. I yeah. make sure I'm going to talk to you and get prayer in for 30 minutes before I go to sleep. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, snap. Well, I think I did miss today, but I'm making sure I get with you today, God. Trust. I'm making sure of it. So it's, it's like you have to see it that way in relationship and also not be so rigid as well with uh, your schedule because that's what I get into, like with mm -hmm. the perfectionist thing that he mentioned, that Xavier mentioned. It's like, okay. I have, um, I may, you may have like sought out or your goal was, okay, every morning I'm going to like get my word and whatnot. And maybe yeah. one morning something happens, you're running late, you may have a lot of things you need to get done and maybe you didn't get to it, but you can't allow yourself to like, just be beat up by that. Like, damn, right. like, man, I didn't get to it. Like, mm -hmm. I don't, I, I just don't know if I can do it for today. Like, no, like as long as it's a non-negotiable, no matter what comes throughout the day, it's something that you're still going to get done. And yeah. God's not looking at you like, oh, dang, like, oh, Xavier ain't even get to it this morning. Like, oh, whatever. Well, yo, he is just excited that you're drawing near to him exactly. and he's pleased with your effort, like your intentional effort to make, make him a part of what your life is. And mm -hmm. so having that mindset as well, in terms of just not being so rigid in your schedule and allowing That's that good. to be fluid in terms of like that non-negotiable that you got. Dang, you just spit a whole sermon. Mm. That was a bar. Mm. The whole thing. Mm. That was a crazy sound effect. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, what I wanted to add to that first part of, <laughs> you know, his question was, um, God, God knows you're one hundred percent. In fact, I think that's he, a bar. He, know, he knows you're one hundred. That's a bar. <laughs> he knows he knows you're one hundred percent more than you do. Um, and your one hundred percent is going to look different depending on the season. And one season, your one hundred percent could be. I'm waking up every morning 
I got two hours of time. I'm going to read for two hours. Next season, oh, you got a lot more stuff on your plate. Like we're talking about different situations. Maybe you're 100% then looks like, oh, I'll read for 15 minutes in the morning. Through, then throughout my day, kind of listen to something or whatever. Like the 100% is going to look different. But God knows you're 100%. Um, something that he had to convict me about is like, okay, the little spaces of time throughout your day where you could be squeezing time in for God, but you're not like instead of in the car, instead of listening to music, I turn on my Bible audio and I got this um, devotional that I'm doing. And I listen to that before I turn on music, right? That might not be the whole ride, but before I turn on music, I best believe I'm listening to that. So the little things throughout your day where it's like, okay, I'm spending my time doing this, but this is this really beneficial, right? Um, so it's like little stuff like that. But I think you hit, you hit the nail on the head. Everything that you said was really, was really tough, but I just want to add those two points. What was the, um, there was something else that he had mentioned. Uh, about the perfectionism. So the last part of the question was, so it says, I know God wants us wealthy, so I don't feel bad for being goal-driven, but I try and devote my mornings to him, but I also try and do everything perfectly, mm-hmm. which leads me to act in self-righteous ways. How do I stop walking like a perfectionist? Mm-hmm. Yes, the perfectionist part. Um, I felt like I was there at one point, and it was out of a, I felt like I needed to be perfect for God. And it was a necessity. Like, that's what he was calling me to be or to do. Um, and I think I got set free from my mindset, realizing that God doesn't need me need me to be perfect. There's an instance in Acts 4.13, and it was uh, Peter and John before the Sanhedrin. And they had said they saw the, wait, yeah, they saw the courage of Peter and John and realized that they were just unschooled, ordinary men. And they took note of the fact that they were with Jesus, and they were astonished. So God got the glory from the fact that they were just ordinary, that they were unschooled. Like he he got the glory from their imperfection. So that was that really blessed me like and I don't need to be perfect. In fact, the fact that I'm imperfect is what is bringing the glory to God. Um so I think that that will alleviate a lot of pressures off your shoulder realizing you don't you don't necessarily need to be perfect, right? It's just about being available. Um and that's really the biggest part, but it's hard. Yeah. It's about being available. So, yeah, Xavier, I hope you know me got something from that, bro. Appreciate you tuning in. Shout Another out to you. Another segment talk to me. Yo, if you have anything you want us to, like, give you advice on, a question you want us to ask, literally, make these fun, too. It can be anything, like, anything and everything, story time. And you don't have to, like, if you don't want us to uh, <laughs> say your name, you can use an alias or a fake name if the story's crazy <laughs> or you get mad detail, whatever it is. Like, we're going to look through all of them yeah. um, and pick one, at least right now, one that we're going to do every single week at the end of the show as of as of right hey, now. Man, I would suggest y'all y'all put the name in there. That's just me, though. That's crazy. <laughs> no, for real, though. Like, it's, a, it's, a, it's important to get over you the... Can't, you can or not use fake names, real names, whatever you feel like it. <laughs> do whatever um, you want. And also, but... like, you can rest assured that... Um, we don't even really see that. Yeah, we don't see your numbers, so like we won't give out any information oh, yeah, definitely or anything like not. that. Never. Um, so yeah, privacy is definitely a check there. So yeah, if you want to be featured in the show, um, go ahead and text or call five zero two five zero one five one four four. It's five zero two five zero one five one four four. So we appreciate y'all. Talk to y'all soon. Um, got anything else? I've been thinking. I want to do like. What if we do like live calls? <laughs> No, yeah. I mean, I I think That'd that. Be fire. Yeah, I mean, if like if there's a story that I feel like is not necessarily juicy enough, but maybe we need <laughs> more like, details on. I'm a caller. Facts, facts, you know what I'm saying? Facts. And if they pick up, they can. You know what I mean? So I, I've That'd played on doing that, That'd and maybe fun. just having people call in. So we'll see what That'd happens. But, but no, um, yeah, I don't have anything else though. That's it. No, yeah. So look, man, we're gonna go out. I I haven't listened to this song in so long. Oh, let's hear it. So bro. let's see what's going on right here. Let's bro. hear it. 
You sound like you're skeptical, like you. No, I just <laughs> like I, you hesitating. Uh, w song. Y'all know what it is. LSG, come on. Bring it home, bring it home. Y'all stay safe out there. Come on. I'm an R&B guy, so I'll eat this up right here. Stay real and stay humble, man. We'll catch y'all next week. Much love.